Welcome back, folks. It's uh, the week after Thanksgiving, which means it is officially the most wonderful time of the year. Well, for some people. For others, it's the most disastrous time of the year. No, I'm not talking about Christmas. We all love Christmas. I'm talking about it's transfer portal time. It is officially time for the transfer portal to heat up as it will this time of year going forward. And my, oh my, do we have a lot to talk about. Welcome back to another episode of the Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clinton, managing editor over at heartlandcollegesports.com. And uh, it is, it's just a wonderful day to get things kicked off here. We're recording this a day early. We typically record on Tuesdays, but as much as has happened this week so far, uh, with it being just Monday, we we had to we had to move this thing up a day, and and we're talking we're talking a lot uh, happened today in in the transfer portal. Where do we even begin on this? Uh, I guess we start with with a couple of of starting quarterbacks in the Big Twelve. Uh, Kansas State quarterback Will Howard has entered the transfer portal, according to On Three, and this is a guy who. Look, not only is he a starter at Kansas State, he's the career passing touchdowns leader at Kansas State. This is a guy that has played a lot of college football and quite surprisingly entering the portal. I just didn't expect this from from a place that's got the kind of of culture that that they do up in Manhattan under Chris Kleiman. This is this was this was shocking. Uh and he wasn't the only one. You had Treshawn Ward uh, who who played who played running back? He, he's the transfer uh, last season from Florida State. Uh, DJ Giddens ended up being the guy uh, that really led the way for them in the backfield. But Treshawn Ward had had quite a quite a role in that offense, and he he decided to hit the portal once again. So he's on the move. And then you look uh, down in Waco. Uh, Dave Aranda is is sticking around there. They they get rid of offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes and. Uh, Blake Shapin is now in the transfer portal. That's starting quarterback down in Baylor. So uh, Baylor's kind of in a rough spot now uh, with, with Sawyer Robertson uh, being the guy right now who who didn't look good this year. Uh, you've now got Blake Shapin looking for another opportunity. So uh, just just that's that's just off the top. Just a couple of guys that that we've seen in the Big Twelve. Um, Obviously, two starting quarterbacks being being out there is, is just nuts. Uh, but it doesn't just stop there. You got Hank Bachmeyer out of out of Louisiana Tech. Uh, he's got a year remaining. He was nearly a seventy percent uh, completion percentage guy uh, at Louisiana Tech. Uh, I mean, the, there are just names upon names here in the uh, in the transfer portal today. We've got Notre Dame offensive lineman Zeke Correll. Uh, he has hit the hit the transfer portal and is a guy that'll have plenty of offers. Uh, another quarterback, Sam Levitt from from Michigan State. He was a top 100 recruit in last year's uh, in last year's cycle. He is hitting the transfer portal. Um, I mean, folks, just just get ready for for this because this is going to this is going to affect your uh, this is going to affect your team one way or the other. And uh, you know. Hopefully, you know, I, I hope for you that it's that's a positive thing, that this is more of a a Christmas season where you you feel like you've received a gift whenever your team has transfer portal news. Unfortunately, 
for for most of us, that's that's just not going to be the case. All right, um, I'm going to try and not mess this name up. Shida Salah from uh, from Boston College uh, is going to have lots of lots of offers there. He's an edge player. Uh, that's a that's a uh, position of need for for many teams. Tight end Caleb Faria from uh, from Colorado is hitting the transfer portal. Six foot five, two hundred and forty two pounds. Has two years of eligibility left. How about this one? Chris Poo Paul Jr. He goes by Poo, uh, like Winnie the Pooh, not, not the other obvious there. Uh, he was a freshman All American and a Butkus Award watch list nominee and was a first team All SEC player um, during his time at Arkansas. So this is a guy that that is definitely going to have some some offers out of Arkansas uh, in the portal now. Offensive lineman Kevin Wigginton from from Michigan State. This is uh, somebody who's games for the Spartans in 2023. Uh, he he is going to be a, a hot commodity. Notre Dame wide receiver Chris Tyree, a former four star guy, uh, top 80 recruit in the 2020 class. He is he's in the portal. Here's a big one, guys. <clears throat> Five star wide receiver Relique Brown. From the 2022 class, if you remember this name, he was one of the first guys to flip from Oklahoma over to USC when Lincoln Riley made his exit from Norman and uh, headed out to Los Angeles. Relique Brown is now in the transfer portal. And uh, guys, this is just just the beginning. Absolutely just the beginning. There is so much coming down the pike. We, It's really hard for us to keep up with. Um, but, but we're doing our best over here and, 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 uh, we've got lots of things to, to, to watch for, uh, and there's still names that are, that are going to hit all over the place. We've got, uh, Duke, a really, this is another big one, guys. Uh, Anias Peebles from, from Duke. He's a standout defensive tackle, had 40 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss and four sacks this season. Um, I'm telling you guys, this is this is big. Uh, you've got you've got a lot of a lot of names out there that that are are going to be uh, sought after big time. And and what's nuts about this <clears throat> when you look at what is to come in, in the in the next few days when when the portal officially opens on on the fourth which is next Monday, a week from today, when, when it officially opens up. Guys, it's going to be, it's going to be nearly impossible to keep up with, with some of the names that are, that are going to be, that are going to be available out there. I mean, we're, we're just talking about a day's worth today being the first big day that this all started going down. There, there's a lot coming down, coming down the pike here. Uh, Iowa State running back Cartavius Norton, who who had uh, 343 yards and three touchdowns this season, was good in a couple of spots for for Iowa State transfer portal. Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers. This guy, all he did was rank second in SEC history with 12,315 career passing yards, and he was fourth in SEC history with 94 passing touchdowns. Portal. He's in the transfer portal. Somebody out there looking for a quarterback, 
who's got some experience. Will Rogers is your guy, and, and he'll make he'll make a good he'll make a good figure off of that. Just being just having the experience that he does. Um, there there's no way to to really know how how big this is going to be, but but when you look at it, um, there, I, I saw something today. We're gonna we're gonna pull from this a little bit today. Chris Hummer over at Two Four Seven Sports. Uh, he, he did a really good job kind of, uh, helping explain what this portal is going to, what this portal cycle is going to be like. And he, he, uh, surveyed some anonymous FBS football staffers, uh, and the best word that he could come up with was insanity, uh, which is, which is quite accurate. Um, so the, the, the consensus of everything from all these different recruiting offices and, and, and coaching staffs is that this is just going to be insane. A Big Ten director of player personnel told him insanity. It will be insanity. That's that's a the best way of summing it up. So uh, here here's a few questions that he asked. What will be the biggest storyline of this portal cycle? A staffer tells him one thing that will be interesting is a second time transfers. You've had this portal for what, a few years now? Some of these guys who transferred earlier in their careers have graduated and can pop in again. So I think you could see some notable names enter for a second time, and those guys will have immediate eligibility. Yep, that's, I mean, hits it right on the head. Another guy says tampering. I think that that's every portal cycle. Uh, what did what did uh, Washington State head coach Jake Dickert say? It's open season on our roster. Yep, that is, again, there are there there's there is tampering going on all over the place. I you know I think it would surprise some folks how many how many players are hearing through the grapevine from other staffs while while they're still on on the team. You don't think that there's guys uh, at Texas A and M. You don't think that there's there's coaches uh, from from other places that that were maybe trying recruiting them beforehand you don't think that there's guys out there that that have heard from other coaching staffs with Jimbo Fisher being out and, and uh Mike Elko eventually being hired absolutely i i would bet money that there are players on those staff or on those rosters that have have heard from other coaches i mean you just all all you have to do is is see how many guys that were or high end recruits um that you know maybe just a just if there's a whiff of a chance that they're upset with how things are going, you've got to imagine that there's coaches from all over the country just just hitting them up as soon as as soon as they get their chance. Um, uh, a staffer even said something like this. Uh, he said, "I think a lot depends on head coaching hires. In a weird way, I think it could either stabilize or destabilize a lot of uh, scenarios. Take, for instance, Texas A&M. There's a lot of talented players." Who gets that job probably determines how many of those guys leave. If Mike Elko gets the job, probably a lot of those defensive guys stay. If Jeff Trailer gets it, who stays and who leaves? You don't really know until it happens. I feel like the head coach cycle is going to dictate a lot of the movement. That's, I mean, that's put perfectly. Uh, and there is a lot of movement. We'll, we'll talk about some of those head coaching changes, the coaching carousel, uh, here in just a bit. Uh, here's another question that he asked, will more or fewer or even the same number of players enter the portal? 
interesting in, interesting here uh, from 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 the staffers. Uh, one guy says last year was nuts. I'd say at least that much this year, if not more. I think there's going to be more with the Pac-12 disbanding. You'll naturally have a lot more movement with some of these schools changing conferences. I expect a lot more volume. I mean, I can't really argue with that. That seems pretty pretty logical. Uh, a little more than last year, one guy says. About the same number. If anything, it'll go up. Another one. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this this is a trend that we're going to continue seeing um, uh, across the board. Which position will be the deepest in the transfer portal? Uh, quarterback will get a good amount of movement. Receiver as well, says says FBS staffer one. Uh, low key, there's some good tight ends available more so than last year. I think there's some legit FCS talent that's already getting called on at places like D line and linebacker, uh, wide receiver and running back says another guy. I'm going to say quarterback and receivers says another, uh, receiver defensive backs. I mean, they're, you know, this is a pretty mixed pot there. Uh, what position will be the thinnest offensive line, uh, was a, was a big one here. Um, those, those things go pretty quickly. Those positions go pretty quickly. Um, just, just a lot of interesting things here and make sure you're going and checking this out. Chris Hummer had this over at 247 sports, really, really interesting, uh, perspective from him. Let's kind of flip gears here a little bit, uh, and talk about some of the, some of the coaching, uh, exits, some of the things that have happened over the last uh, several weeks. and. Let's just start with Texas A&M. We talked about this job last time, uh, last week. And so, so obviously Jimbo Fisher's out. He is, he's no longer in College Station. And we thought for a little while that Mike Stoops was the guy. It it appeared as if Mike Stoops was going to be the guy that, that, uh, that, that supplanted him or, or replaced him there. And that didn't happen. So. Actually, it did. For about 30 minutes, Mike Stoops was the head coach at uh, was the head coach at Texas A&M. So much so that he started telling folks at uh, Kentucky that he was leaving. Well, apparently, boosters weren't real happy with that. Um, and the, once once the boosters were kind of given the news and pretty much what they needed to sign off to make official, they said no, that's not happening. Pretty much the the gist of it is we've got too much we've got too much lined up in NIL here with with the defensive line and and the other guys that that we've gone out there and, and grabbed. If if Stoops comes in here, he's going to completely clean house and start things over the way that he wants to, which between you and me is how you should handle this. But uh, anyways, the boosters wanted to maintain their control of the situation. And so they, they nixed that. Nope. We're not, we're not, we're not taking Mike Stoops. Uh, Or excuse me. I've been saying Mike Stoops this entire time. Mark Stoops. I keep saying Mike Stoops, Mark Stoops uh, over at Kentucky. Mike Stoops uh, I don't know where he is now. Uh, last time I heard, he was he was a uh, he was an analyst somewhere. Uh, maybe maybe with his brother at Mark. I don't I don't I have no clue. Anyways, Mark Stoops uh, was the guy. Mike Elko is who ends up actually being the guy. I think that that may have probably added to my confusion there. Uh, Mike Elko is who actually ends up getting the job. Which again, this is still a good hire. 
Um, but I, but I think with Mike Elko having the ties to some of the guys on staff there, being a former Texas A and M uh, coordinator himself, I think that this this is this is a good fit still. Uh, but it shows you those those guys at uh, at Texas A and M, those boosters, they still want to have control of what's going on there. And uh, it's not really easy to give that up at a place like College Station. So uh, that's one of the big ones. Who's in? Who ends up being the guy that takes over there? Um, with, with with Duke is, is who we're speaking of here. Uh, maybe maybe Kurt Signetti from from James Madison. That could be a guy. Willie Fritz at Tulane. Although I will say that's the best G five job in the country. So it would need to be a really good. A uh, really good thing there for for them to end up with Fritz, but who knows? Um, you could see their their offensive coordinator Kevin Johns being being brought up. Here was an interesting one that, that everybody kind of saw here. What about Jason Garrett, former NFL coach? Uh, this is this is a this is an interesting one. He's he's uh, a TV analyst right now, so. Who knows what happens there? And then, and then another one, Steve Spurrier Jr., who's over at Tulsa right now as the offensive coordinator. He could end up at Duke, which would be interesting as well. So uh, that that's one job that we're talking about. What about what if we look over at at Miss, uh, Mississippi State? We saw Jeff Levy take over uh, as the as the uh, head coach there. Leaves a position at Oklahoma open. With with the offensive coordinator position open, all they've got is is five star quarterback Jackson Arnold ready to take over in the SEC. A roster full of of four and five star guys that that uh, Levy helped build heading into the SEC, and uh, they've got obviously they're coming off a ten and two season here, going to a bowl game. That's going to look different. Who who's going to end up filling Jeff Levy's spot? Well, uh, news out of Norman right now, or the the. Uh, Phil out of Norman right now. The favorite is Seth Luttrell, which you know obviously is a guy already on staff there. And Norman is a an offensive analyst, former fullback at Oklahoma, was part of their 2000 national championship team. So that's a guy that could be uh, be in the in the crosshairs there for the Sooners. But there, there's also a couple of of outside names. Sean Lewis, the uh, offensive coordinator over at uh, over at Colorado, had his play calling duties stripped while they they lost. Um, you know, after a three and zero start, I believe they lost eight of their last nine games. Brennan Marion, offensive coordinator at UNLV, he's also a name to watch. Um, all this being said, this all ties into a crazy, crazy transfer portal cycle because not only do you have coaches moving uh, rosters, pretty much. Uh, left and right right now, but you also have players who are looking for their next best opportunity. And so, you know, I think it kind of just creates this, this need for these, these programs, they've got to get their coaching situations ironed out before the fourth, because if they don't, man, talk about a mess on your hands, absolute mess you could have on your hands. If you don't have, uh, you don't have things ironed out and ready to go for, or this transfer portal cycle coming up. So uh, that right now, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. We appreciate you guys tuning in for the show. And look, there, there's there's a lot of stuff that's going to change over the next couple of weeks. Uh, next week's show is going to be it's going to be a banger. Uh, there's a lot there's a lot coming up uh, in the portal. 
And by time uh, Tuesday rolls around next week, there's going to be more going on than than we can fit into a 20 minute show. But we're going to fit as much as we possibly can into that uh, into that 20 minute slot. So uh, this is this is going to be fun, guys. Uh, if you like the show, make sure you're you're subscribed. And and if you're uh, over on iTunes, take a uh, screenshot of your five star rating and review. And send it over to Pete Mundo at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. And guys, he will get you one of these Heartland College Sports koozies out in the mail. They are awesome. They're nice, clean, white with with a uh, with a good red logo here. You'll really like them, I promise. And they do what they're supposed to. They keep your keep your beer cold, uh, and that's what it's all about. So uh, if you guys are, are listening in, please just do us a favor and, and uh, do all that stuff. You're really helping us out when you guys do that. All right. I am Brian Clinton, and uh, we will catch you next time out here in the portal.